0: You're listening to the St. Mark's Podcast for July 2nd, 2023, the fifth Sunday after Pentecost. Today's sermon was given by the Reverend Peter Walsh. It's based on Matthew, chapter 10, verses 40 through 42. Good morning again to those of you who have just arrived, and good morning again to those of you who are streaming. Uh, As I mentioned at the outset of the sermon, uh, Reverend Elizabeth was due uh, to be your preacher this morning and unfortunately she lost her voice yesterday and still has not gotten it back this morning and I'm sorry for that because she'd also lost her voice in uh, the, the rabbinical work she had done uh, to unfold and expound uh, the word and in particular uh, that which was on her heart is how could that absolute horrible story of Abraham uh, thinking that he is to sacrifice his son, uh, what to make of that and she wanted to trace the arc of, of that event all the way to Jesus' emphasis on, uh, to, on loving thy neighbor and even to the last word here today in the missionary discourse about a cup of cold water. Now, uh, she had a full and beautiful ark, but with me, you're just getting a cup of cold water. Uh, so uh, this is the sermon, uh, the cup of kindness, the sermon. And it goes to this one, uh, one line, whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. So, uh, just to set ourselves uh, in the scriptures here, if you've been following along, you know that we are at the end of the, the missionary discourse, the apostolic discourse, the sending out of the apostles. This is our third week in a row on this uh, piece of scripture. And, what, uh, and it's the second book of teaching in Matthew's gospel. And what we have here is really an instruction manual about how to go in love, how to be received in love, and what to do if they don't love you. And it is a teaching, uh, it's really trying to teach normal people to be loving, normal people like us to be loving. Now, the occasion of this is the sending out of these apostles to, to imitate Jesus and to do Jesus things, and much of what these itinerant apostles experience, they just, they just don't apply to our lives today, but the underlying principles do apply. And and so today we get, you know, compassionate welcome and hospitality as a form of service to Christ and simple, basic acts of kindness are are what it's all about. So yesterday, this afternoon, I was in my office and uh, while Elizabeth's voice was Gonzo's and I I stumbled on a book that was given to me by a friend of mine. And the the topic of the book was The Ways and Power of Love. And uh, the book is the seminal work of a whole study about love, and it started in the 1930s at the Harvard Research Center for Creative uh, Altruism. And, um, and many of you know, I have a friend named Stephen Post who uh, has continued that work and started that work anew. And John Templeton heard Stephen speak uh, once, and he said, I will give you whatever you need to do your work. And uh, John Templeton noted that we spend so much time studying malady and sickness and the things that are wrong, but we have not spent much time studying love, studying unselfish love, studying giving, studying the good stuff. And so uh, my friend Stephen Post started this center and had people like Mother Teresa of Calcutta and the Dalai Lama on his board. Really incredible work. And I'm gonna come to Stephen in a moment. But the seminal work points out this: that um, there are creative geniuses in all aspects of the human endeavor, and these creative geniuses create a wave of, of genius that sort of follows them. And one of his examples is Beethoven leads to Mozart, and he, he gives a little bit about what that's about. But he writes that. Um, The effects of a heroic example of sublime love are incalculable. They persist in time for centuries and millennia. Buddha and Jesus continue to condition tangibly countless lives, though they died as human organisms some 2,000 years ago. The total number of human beings influenced by their examples of love has to be reckoned in the hundreds of millions and billions. So I'm gonna um, not speak about Buddha or Moses or Krishna, but uh, talk about Jesus. And just for us to think for a moment, the impact that Jesus has had. So we would say, uh, Jesus, God is love. That's where we hear that in 1 John. And those who uh, live in love and dwell in love, dwell in God. And that, that, that god as god's incarnation jesus is incarnate love and we're talking now about the way of love that jesus taught to follow jesus is to follow in a way of love now let's think for a moment about the impact of jesus imagine if if we had a uh, a, 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 an enormous sea that was stillness and and the jesus stone dropped in the sea And the wake in wave of impact of Jesus's teaching about love would be incalculable billion I mean there's not there's no number that one could come up with because Jesus's impact is on a lot of normal Joes and Josephines like ourselves now there's no doubt that we have heroes in our faith right we have heroes of unselfish love Saint, uh, you know, Francis of Assisi, who sought to imitate Jesus in every way, Martin Luther King during many of our lifetimes, Dorothy Day, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, I mean, the list goes on and on. And these are people who live heroic lives of love. They give their lives away in love. But what is being talked about today, what Jesus is teaching today is not about heroic, standards of loving it is talking about being a normal human being who loves this is simple basic acts of kindness are what god expects of us now uh my friend stephen post back to stephen post uh, wrote a book several years ago called why good things happen to good people the exciting new research that proves the link between doing good and living a longer healthier in happier life. And uh, the extensive research that has grown about this, Stephen begins the first chapter with, uh, with this sentence. If I could take one word with me into eternity, it would be give. And so what he unfolds in the book is some of the insights of the research for people who give what I'm calling a cup of loving kindness. Normal people to normal people. And what all the research shows is that when, um, when we as individuals do you know, loving things that uh, it influences other, small acts of kindness are and do go viral. To, 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 have, to receive kindness is more likely that you will give kindness. And this is modest examples of kindness. You know, they don't remain, um, one of the word, the professor used the word sterile. They ennoble others to be kind and loving too. And so uh, there was a time when research showed that uh, when we approach somebody in a friendly manner, It said 70 to 80% of the time they respond to us in a friendly manner. And that small deeds between people who are seriously at odds with each other, decidedly at odds, we have decided that we are at odds, that small deeds of, of kindness, a small cup, oftentimes leads from enmity to friendship. And we do have examples, particularly if you look back in the history of our our governments, and uh, where people who were on the floor completely opposed to each other would later in the evening get together and have a glass of scotch together, and the enmity stayed down. We also know that research shows that for people who grow up in households where there is is peace in goodwill acted out by the parents and observed by the children, that it the odds are that the children will do the same, so that, you know, things are, things are caught and taught. They're more caught than taught. I mean, we all know that our kids don't care a thing that we say, but they will, they, will, they will respond to that which we do. And the same is for all unselfish behavior. And so the teaching here is not to be heroic in love. That's not what the teaching is about. And then there is something that we might miss in this last section of the missionary discourse. And it is that you will receive your reward. No cup of kindness will be forgotten. Remember, a bunch of years ago, I was on retreat with a man named Martin Smith. He used to be the head of an Episcopal monastic community, Society of St. John the Evangelist. And he was speaking about small acts of kindness. And what he said was God never forgets him. That's what, that's what God remembers, small acts of kindness. That's the reward. The divine remembers the small acts of kindness. And that we can spend enormous, enormous amounts of our lives doing things, pursuing things that don't really have any impact on eternity, on the the life that we will live. And one of the things that Martin was talking about was, what do you think happens when you die? What What kind of reflection do you get in the divine mirror about your life? And he was talking about, it's very possible that which will be reflected back to us is stuff that we thought of as so small. We were just nice to somebody who needed someone to be nice to. We were kind to somebody when everybody else was unkind. We stepped out, we gave somebody some money, we gave somebody a break, we didn't join in in a conversation of mounting dislike It's the little stuff. That's what remains for eternity. You can find more sermons on our website, www.stmarksnewcanon.org.